Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep. Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, on the last episode of the Sick Podcast, we had the Director of Hockey Operations of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row, and a couple of days later... His colleague and his friend, he is goaltending coach, Franz Jean. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Tony. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate the invitation. Well, you're very welcome. I've heard a lot about you, but I never had an in. And now all of a sudden I said, I need to, I need to chat with that guy. And A cup, uh, a you, cup is a good in, right? You're able to make it happen. So thanks yeah. so much for that. It's, it's nice to finally meet you. Uh, where do we start? But uh, two in a row. Uh, two in the last two years, I guess it never gets old. Uh, how, how does it feel, and what have you gone through in the last week? Well, it's it's um, you know it was a little bit different than than last year uh, for uh, the simple reason our families were there. You know, last year we kind of had uh, that explosion of emotion, you know, exuberance, you know, really kind of you know first cup, first time there, and being able uh, to, to finally hoist it, you know, and this year, you know, uh, my son, my 15 year old son who plays uh, hockey at the, the Mount Academy in, um, in Charlottetown uh, was there and my wife was there in the stands and we were able to celebrate after the game in the dressing room that made it really, really special. And, and the feeling was probably different. It was probably more a feeling of uh, a satisfaction this year, you know, of uh, mission accomplished because the the objective at the start of the year was really really clear you know what we wanted to do like it, there was no no gray area it was let's let's go for for a second one here and uh it was pretty cool to to be able to accomplish it it's been a lot of athletes over the last year year and a half that have talked about how difficult the pandemic has been and living in the bubble and away from their families when they're on the road and obviously certain things that they couldn't do anymore finding it really tough can you put into words how tough the last couple of years has been for someone working in professional sports? Well, it's been really difficult because uh, last year we were in a full bubble, uh, which, I mean, we were gone for over 65 days. Uh, uh, you know, your, uh, you, you know, the Toronto bubble, the NHL did an unbelievable job. Like we had access to, to amenities that, uh, that made it uh, livable. You know, Edmonton was a little different. The hotel was great, but it was a lot more confined in terms of uh, access to things. And, uh, uh, and we, we, we couldn't really go outside that much. There was kind of a little courtyard, like a cement courtyard that, uh, you know, they had a couple of food trucks, but it was nothing there. So it was, it was difficult mentally to be able to, to just uh, keep going every day and stay positive. But, uh, uh, we have a sports psychologist that did, uh, his name is Ryan Hamilton. He's from Fredericton, New Brunswick. He did a great job keeping us uh, kind of engaged and uh, and kind of having that resiliency, you know, to, to keep going. And this year, it, it was different in the sense that the, the, pro the NHL protocol was 
pretty tight in terms of what we could do on the road and what we could do, uh, uh, you know, at home, even at home. So mm -hmm. we were still, it was kind of a, a looser bubble, but it was still a bubble, you know, and you get tested every day. So it's, it, it was kind of, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of uh, disconnected from, from everybody else, from the real world, you know, so that, yeah. that's what made it a little difficult. I find it's, it's the lack of connection with people. He is Franz Jean. I'm Tony Marinero. It's a sick podcast, and the show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia, beyond organic sleep. Speaking of sleep, I don't think you got much because you talked about your 15-year-old son, and I read this, that after winning the Stanley Cup, you guys partied to what time exactly? And when I say you guys, I would imagine as an entire team, right? Yes, we uh, we got home and we went to bed at six in the morning. Six in the morning. Okay, listen. Yeah, you have to tell me because I've always wanted to be behind the scenes, but unfortunately, I've never been part of an organization. Maybe one day you'll hire me, but until then, until then, you win the Stanley Cup. What happens? Where are you? Where do you guys go? Where are you partying? Do you go anywhere else? Who's there? Give me well, actually. Yeah, actually, it was last year when we won in the bubble. It was only the team and the staff, right? So it, it, it kind of kept going until maybe 11, midnight. And then we all moved everything to the hotel. We had a big room there. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we kept just celebrating there probably till 3 or 4 in the morning. This time, families are there. The building is packed. So once the, the cup got in the dressing room, um everything stayed in our in in our in our dressing room area the the you know the the um the gym area the uh the clinic area and everything guys were just people were just walking in and out families uh, the organization did a great job to bring all the families down in kind of a vip lounge that is right beside our our gym so people could just our families could just walk in you know in in, oh, in the nice. dressing room area without any problem and um it was just like uh, maybe 150 people, 200 people just walking around, having fun, uh, you know, sipping champagne from the cup and uh, taking pictures. What? And friends, uh, friends, why don't I ever get invited to things like this? I mean, if there's going to be 150, 150, 151, what's the difference? Well, well, now that that we got a relationship, Tony, and you finally invited me to one of your shows. Now we can really work on that. You never know, right? Okay, fantastic. You never know. So, so you end up getting home at around yeah. six o'clock in the morning, but you didn't sleep much because I read that you oh, were on the road shortly yeah. thereafter. Yeah. So my my son is, uh, like I said, 15, 15 years old. He's a, he's a pretty good hockey player, and he's like he, he had a, a skill session with a with a skill coach the next morning, and it was planned, you know, days in advance, not thinking that. You know, necessarily that was going to be the, the night, you know. So so we leave the rink around 5.15, 5, you know, around 5, 5.15. And I'm telling my son, I said, like, what do you want to do tomorrow? Like, do you want to go? And every, he says, hell yeah, like, we're going. Like, I'm, I say, you're sure? Like, you're going to go to bed at 6. You'll have like an hour and a half sleep. He says, he says, I'm not missing that skill session. So we got home. We went to bed for about an hour and a half. We got up, uh, ate breakfast, and uh we were back on the road and it was actually a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. You know, next morning you're, you're sitting in the car with your son and uh, you're looking at each other. We're saying, Hey, we just won the Stanley cup, you know? Like, wow. And so that, that was really, uh, that was really special moment.
Big party. Speaking of which, sophistication, event rentals, live music, DJs, sound systems, tents, chairs, tables, decor, lighting, photo booth, TV screens in Montreal, 514-570-5770. So a big party in Tampa for you. Hey, being a, a dad of boys who play organized sports and my boys play soccer, I can just imagine that a big part of you was hoping that your son would say, no, dad, let's not go. But once you got on the uh, got in the car and on the road there, I'm sure you must have been so proud of your son's commitment on such very little sleep to want to get in that training session with his skills coach, huh? For sure. Like, I mean, it's, it's one thing about, about him is that, uh, is that, uh, he, um, he, uh, he loves the, he loves the game. He, he works, I, I would say his biggest attribute actually is right here. Bring there him in, Tony. bring him in. There's, there's the there boy. we go. Here he is. Here he is. This is Tony. He doesn't, he can't hear you because I have the earphones. Ah, okay. Stuff. Okay. But Thumbs up for is. him. All right. Thumbs up for him. All right. So, so yeah, he, um, he, I think one of his biggest asset really is his work ethic. He's a kid that, uh, that gives it all, all the time. And, uh, you know, that's something as a father, you, you want to install in your, in your kids, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I always told him, if you're going to do something, do it well. And, you know, give, give it your all. Don't leave anything out there, you know, don't leave yeah. any doubt. And he's got, he's got that mentality. And, um, so for him, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's always, um, you know, he's, he's, he's always trying to find a way to, to do more, to, to yeah. uh, work on his skills. And, you know, I, I always told him, you know, there's two types of player. And, and, you know, a wise guy told me a long time ago, a Hall of Famer actually told me there's two types of players. There's guys that find ways out of the lineup and guys that find ways in, you know. And yeah. I, always, I always told him, you know, make sure you're one of the guys that Good find a him. way to stay in the lineup. And, and he's, you know, he understands, he gets it, and he knows that, hey, you know what, like, I'll sleep after, you know. So it's, I'm very, very proud of him. And so you should be passion for the sport and work ethic. Those are the two best things to have without a doubt. So listen, I got two boys and guess who they cheer for hockey team. I'm talking to I hope the lightning. So my youngest who's 16 cheers for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, that's, my 18 year old cheers for the Tampa Bay lightning. So you can imagine smart, the way it was. Smart, smart and I've always given them, you know what you cheer for whoever you want to cheer for. I think it's cool if you cheer for the team in the city that you live in. But at the same time, I said, I'll leave it up to them. About five years ago, and I told Matthew this story, about five years ago, my son said to me, I love Nikita Kucherov. I think he's the best player in the game. And I said to him, I said, Kucherov, he's got talent, but there's Crosby, there's Ovechkin, there's Malkin. Why you choose Kucherov? He says, I don't know. There's something about that player. I think he's the best Five years later, I think he's right. <laughs> he's an unbelievable player. Like uh, uh, his vision, his vision, his skill. Um, actually, people kind of uh, don't don't respect his work ethic. Like he's a guy that he works on his game all the time. Like all the time, Tony. He's uh, yeah. he gets on the ice early, and you know he he know he's extremely good at the thing he does. You know what I mean? There's 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 you know there's five six seven things that 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 he knows that makes his game you know that makes his game work and he's relentless at working at those to be the best that he can be and uh, he does it before after practice he's an extremely extremely s- smart hockey player uh, hockey yeah. IQ through the roof 
and um, he, he's a he's a lot harder to play against than people give him credit for. He's he's a he's a pretty competitive guy. Yeah, well, we saw and we saw the injuries the players were playing through, and we'll get to that in just a second. He also made me laugh in the press car, besides the fact that he's unbelievable on the ice. He made me laugh in the presser, by the way. I like players that are – I like people that speak their mind. Yeah. I don't like anyone being cliche, and he's not cliche. And um, I love this, by the way, and uh, I, I'm going to send you some of these maybe if you can get them one. Uh, part of the show, Cherry River, Heart Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives now available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer store. I thought he was really funny at the press conference. I know he took some heat here in Montreal. For some, they probably would have wished he didn't say what he said. I think he's got personality. I think he's a funny guy. I, I think so, too. I think it was hilarious, um, honestly. I think, I think you know, like, you, you, you got to take his message for, for what it was. You know, he's, he was basically standing up for his teammate, for his friend. He was basically telling the world what he thinks about Andre Vasilevsky. And, yeah. and you know, he, on top of that, there's, there's the language barrier. Like, he, he's Russian. You know, he doesn't have the vocabulary you might have or I might have to express, yeah. you know, uh, feelings or thought. Second part of it, you got to be thinking, he just won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was under tremendous pressure in the playoffs to produce, you know, coming back from a hip surgery, you know, uh, uh, he played with crack ribs, you know, for the last two rounds. And finally, he gets this exhale moment, you know, where he yeah. can express, you know, a pretty emotional topic for him. And he said what he said. And you know what? And like, friends, uh, if I can, pardon me, for those yeah. who are unaware of what we're talking about, some of the things mm-hmm. that he said when asked about Vasilevsky, he said, um, I can't believe that Andre didn't win the Vesna trophy this mm-hmm. year. And I can't believe that he didn't win it last year because he's the best goalie in the league and he won the Smythe, and he's proved to everyone that he's the best goalie in the league. Now uh, I want to give a shout out if I can uh, to uh, Excel photo and uh, you know, there's excellentphoto.ca is their website. They're in downtown Montreal, Montreal. They don't like losing. And when they lose, a lot of people are going to say a lot of things. There's a photo that I'm sure you've seen that has gone viral here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show it to you. Uh, it's going to just put it up for a couple of seconds. Let's get to it. All right. Carrie Price looks half the size of Andre Vasilevsky's. Mm-hmm. I've been getting these messages every day, and I've been saying to people, come on, the National Hockey League measures the equipment. People don't want to buy it. This is coming from a goalie coach. Can you explain that photo the Montreal yeah. Canadiens fans who are scratching their head. So that there's two there's two element to 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 this picture. Like uh, the the angle of the picture plays uh, obviously in the uh, the visual kind of you know kind of visually what you see. Um, the one thing is the NHL measures like the, the 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 companies the hockey companies when they build equipment they have to go through certain rules and, and regulations to be able to keep their license to equip players so they can't go off, you know, off the track and start building stuff that is off those measurements. Uh, once, uh, once those, those pieces of equipment are built, they're sent to the NHL for measurements. The NHL measure measures it and then signs off on it and then sends it to the team for the, the players to wear. Okay. So automatically it's, 
literally impossible to have a piece of equipment that is illegal in terms of sizing and, and height and all that stuff. The, the, the restrictions are very strict. The rules are very strict. And, um, and the, 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 the companies risk to lose their, their license to be able to equip the NHL if they, they infringe those, uh, those rules. Um, second thing is uh, Carey Price wear his uh, chest protector inside his pants with the suspenders on top of it, which brings everything down and close to the body. It becomes kind of a snug fit, you know. Um, Andre Vasilevsky wears his suspender under his chest protector, so the chest protector is, is outside of the pants, so it's much looser. It's, it's, it creates an effect of, of size, obviously, uh, but at the end of the day, Vasi's chest protector is not bigger than Carey Price's chest per the NHL measurements and rules. It's just the way Vasi wears it, and any goalie has the right to wear it outside his pants or inside his pants. It's preference. Personally, when I played a long time ago, I used to wear it inside my pants. Then uh, one year I played with Martin Brodeur, who used to wear his pants without suspenders and had his chest protectors outside. And I said, oh, my God, like, he looks way bigger than I look. You know what yeah. I mean? And I started to do that. I started to do the same thing to try to get a little more the perception of size, right? So it's it's little things that you can do as a goaltender to to kind of give that that perception. Last thing I, I can add is, is Andre Vasilevsky is a big man. He's 6'3", 6'4", he's over 200, he's like 215 pounds. Uh, he's, he's a big bone individual. He's got a, and really like you, you could probably, he's got a somewhat of a running back frame. Like he's, that's how big he is. He's got big thighs. He's got a, a large, uh, large hips, uh, big shoulders, big upper body, big arms. So, uh, you know, and he is taller than Carey Price. So when you put them side to side with all this, all that stuff, you know, in, in, in consideration, uh-huh. Andrew Vasquez is just a bigger goaltender uh, at the end of the day, you know. He is Franjean. It's the Sick Podcast. I'm Tony Marinero. You can listen to us via the iHeart uh, Radio app or follow us on all social media platforms. You've been with the Tampa Bay Lightning as their goalie coach since September 2010, so more than a decade. And, you know, you've had some great runs. Some of your goalies have just got better over the years. Ben Bishop became a dominant goaltender. While with the Tampa Bay Lightning, Andre Vasilevsky clearly is, a, you know, a couple of Stanley Cups in the last two years. Vasilevsky winning the Smythe. What an incredible satisfaction. And I know you don't want to toot your own horn, but just what an incredible satisfaction this must be for you. Well, you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Like You're very kind, Tony. I, I really appreciate the comment, uh, you know, uh, but... Uh, you know, I, I've been I've been lucky. I've you know Ben Bishop, Andre Vasilevsky are great athletes, and you know, like you're you're always as good as your athletes, honestly, as a coach. Uh, and when you're able to work with guys like that, that care and that work hard and that have abilities to work with, you know, it makes it a lot easier for me to do my job. Um, but for me, um, it, it's it's always about uh, building a trust with with the athletes, you know. I've been working with Vasi since 2012, since we, we drafted him. And for a reason or another, like the connection was really quick with him. Same thing with Bish when we made that trade. Uh, 
from with Ottawa. You know, we we had breakfast the next morning. I remember it was in Carolina, and uh, we met for breakfast, and uh, uh, you know, we connected right away. So so the trust is extremely extremely important because when I bring something to the table, an adjustment that we need to do, or or something that we need to do different the goalies have to trust you and feel that yes it's, it will improve my game you know uh so it, so that trust is extremely important i've been really blessed to have that that with with those guys um but you know you you're you're proud but you're proud of them you know like it's it's not about me but it's a lot more about being proud of of what they're doing and what they've accomplished it's like a a mantor, you know, like I, I, I see myself as a mentor for them. And when I see them realize these accomplishments, I, I'm extremely proud. It's like a father with their son, right? I'm, uh, yeah. That's how I feel about it. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's always a, a feeling of, of, of proudness. And, uh, and you know, we, we got some more things to do, you know, uh, we got some more objective to attain. And uh, there's still a lot of work ahead of us. But uh Honestly, I've been blessed. It's I'm not going to work every day for sure with with guys like that. You know, I truly yeah. uh, truly enjoy what I'm doing. A shout out to SportBuffShop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. And that includes hockey jerseys and hockey hoodies and all that stuff. And of the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. I'm going to put you on the spot here maybe. Uh, but you're a big boy and I know you can take it. Off the top of your head. Off the top of your head. As quickly as you can. One through five, with one being best. Your top five goalies of all time. Oh wow! Okay, top five goalies of all time. Yeah. Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. I have to put uh, number one, Vladislav Tretiak. Wow, there's That's one. Number one. It's, it's not unanimous, but it's an interesting choice. I like it. He was the dominant goalie of his era by a landslide. Nobody came close to him. Because every time uh, somebody asks me this question, the guy that I give in this city, in this province, obviously, is I say Dominic Kasich, but I can't wait to see where you have your list. So go with Tretziak at number one. Okay. Tretziak number one. I'd go number two. I'd go with, I have to go with Andre Vasilevsky, obviously. Fantastic. Um, you know, he still has a lot of work to do, but I think, I honestly think that he's going to be recognized as one of the, the greatest goalies by, at the end of his career. He's going to be recognized as one of the great ones. Um, you know, I grew up a Montreal Canadian fan, so I got to go with, uh, with some Montreal guys. I got to go with Patrick Roy, uh, among those guys. Yeah. Uh, I think you got to put Marty Berdur in that yeah. mix also. Yeah. Um, you know, people say, ah, oh, you know, he always played with a great team, but you know what? You got to make the saves, you know, like sure. there's plenty of guys that played with great teams that were not able to make the save when it counted. And Marty yeah. always made them, you know, um, you know, I think you got to go with, um, you know, and now I'm at four, you know, like you said, I think at five, there's a couple of guys. You got Dominic Hasek, who was a yeah. dominant, dominant goalie yeah. uh, of, of his era. Like for a span of four or five years, uh, he was by far. And funny, uh, funny story. Um, uh, I was talking a few years ago to uh, to uh, the goalie coach. Um, uh, his, his name escapes me. Um, Jim Corsi. Yeah. Uh, and he had him in Buffalo, had Dominic Asik in Buffalo. And he told me he found yeah. some notes that he had from the time Dominic Asik played for him. And he would finish his report by writing too strong for the league. Wow. You know, that's, wow. we're talking the NHL here. And yeah. 
the coach in his report to the management rights is too strong for the NHL. Well, he you won know back what I mean? That's a, trophies, right? Exactly. I mean, at one point, so, I think his know, goals against impressive. average. I think his goals against average at one point was like under one and a half, or it was something oh, yeah. crazy. Like it was crazy. But you know why and I, I put Jacques Plante to see in there? Okay. I, I, you know, I think Jacques Plante in his era was. Uh, was a dominant goalie too and winning five cups uh, i think yeah. there's something to be said about that the reason why i asked you the question is because i was wondering i was going to come back with do you think vasilevsky will be in that category by the time his career is over and you already have him in that category yes. of greats already I, I do, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a little biased because i i coach Understandably him because i see so him sure. every day yeah. i see every game i see every save uh, but, um, you know, I've, I've been in the NHL long enough. I've been coaching long enough. I've been coaching for 25 years. Um, and, and I've, I'm a hockey buff. So I've watched yeah. every game movie, uh, documentary that is, that has ever been made on hockey. Uh, uh -huh. I've, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a hockey nerd to the point where I'm alone in my hotel room and I pull my i my iPad and I watch uh, Vladislav Tretiak's game from 1976. I'll pull wow. you know Canada Cup '87. I'll watch the three games and you know what I mean. Like that's what I do, you know. And I'm I'm a weird guy that way, but uh, yeah. that's what I do. So I Google so restaurants I, when I have free time. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I have a pretty good idea of, of goalies in each eras and all that stuff. And I look at yeah. what Vassy's doing, his abilities, his work ethic, his determination. I mean, he's, you know, at his age to have two cups, to have four, to have a Vezina, to have four straight Vezina nominations. Uh, we're not even talking all-star nominations where, you know, to be the, 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 the number one winning goalie every year for the last, he's, he's been the top guy for like three, four years now. Um, you know, there's still a lot of stuff ahead, you know, yeah. that he's has to accomplish, but he's in my opinion, I've been saying it for years. I think he's a phenomenon. I think he's yeah. like a Crosby uh, type player. I think he's like a McDavid type player for goaltenders. That That's my opinion. Hey. Two of my perceptions on Vasilevsky, not sure if they're accurate or not, so I'm glad you're here with Franz Jean, the goaltending coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, number one, were the Canadians trying to go glove up high on him? I, I don't know. that you, You'd have to ask that. Uh, Did it look uh, like Sean, that to you? Or? Burke, uh, you know, like, uh, I, I didn't feel they were like – making sure that they were shooting there uh, in the series against the New York Islanders. We had a couple of post plays where they were perfect shot, short side, high glove. You know what I mean? When guys are in their RVH yeah. or, or their VH. So um, maybe it was something that they wanted to try to take advantage of, but uh, uh, I didn't feel that everything was going glove necessarily. Um, but that, that would be more uh, a Montreal Canadian question. Number two, and it doesn't happen often. Uh, but because he doesn't get beat often, sometimes, you know, look in clinching games, I think he's four and oh, and he's got shutouts. It's incredible. But, um, if he does get beat by a bad goal, would it be a shot from far? Maybe is there, I, yeah, I don't expect you to answer this. You're not going to tell us yeah. if there's a weakness on the goalie that you train. I get that too, but yeah. it seems to me that 
He makes unbelievable saves. He doesn't give up goals too often. If he does, he might give one that he'd probably like to have back, yeah. but then he ends up stopping, I don't know how yeah. many sure goals. Yeah. And, and that, that happens. It happens with every goalie. You know, it happens with Carey Price. It happens yeah. with the best of them, right? Um, you know, the, the big thing, like, I, I don't think it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a trend for him to give bad goals. Certainly not. But there's yeah. one thing I, I can tell you is that um, for, for elite goaltenders, uh, the ability to bounce back is, is a big, big strength, you know? And I think Vassi over the years was able to develop that, uh, that ability to, when he gives a bad goal or, or a goal, he, he, he would like to have back his ability to bounce back and refocus right away, right at the next shift is, is pretty impressive. There's a, I'll give you a, an example of it uh, in game. Um, I think it was game three in Montreal. Uh, Suzuki scores off the wing uh, five yeah. hole. He kind of got caught in between and scores yeah. five hole right off the face off. Uh, Montreal comes down and Shea Weber gets, gets a great day scoring chance in the slot with, with a screen and Vassi makes a, a great glove blocking save, you know, on the play. Um, yeah. and that kind of reset the tone to the period, you know, it kind of re- allowed yeah. us to kind of catch our breath and okay, let's get going again. You know, yeah. uh, that's what elite goalies do, you know, and, and yeah. uh, Vassi has developed that ability over the years. It wasn't necessarily there early in his career, but, uh, he certainly developed that mental, ma- mental toughness where, where he's able to bounce back right away. It's a sick podcast. I'm Tony Marinero. He's Franchin. I know that learning never stops, and that's why there's always a job for coaches. But I'm curious, though. This offseason, like, are you are you going to stick to your same plan, or are you going to be looking to see what they're doing somewhere? Because what can you possibly teach this guy right now? His game is such at such a high level. Are you finding it very challenging to actually bring something else, or are you just going to continue with the work that's been done here? Well, obviously, our, our game plan will, will not change much. Um, you know, actually, we've had the same game plan for a few years now. Uh, that game plan is based on experience, on analytics, on, on different things that's going on in the league, on trends, offensive trends in the league. Um, you know, there's still a couple of things that we can we can improve on, that we can get better at. Uh, but it's it's like anything else, you know. Like the, it's really easy to get to, it's not really easy, but it's easier to get to ninety five percent of 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 where you want to get. It's the last five percent is extremely hard to get, you know. And I think we're kind of there right now. We're in that five percent where, where every time we're gonna improve one percent is gonna be is gonna be much harder. You know what I mean? So. So uh, little things we still want to improve in, in his game. I won't go in detail with it, but uh, yeah. just two or three things off the top of my head that I think we can get better at. And uh, uh, that's going to be what we're going to do, uh, you know, at the end of the summer and into training camp. We're, we're going to start working on that and uh, line things up for next year. For you, professionally speaking, is there anything, any box that you have not checked off? If I would have told you 15 years ago, Franz Jean, you're going to be a goaltending coach in the National Hockey League. You're going to be employed with the Tampa Bay Lightning. You're going to be there for over a decade. You're going to win back-to-back cups in 20 and 21. Uh, I'm sure you would have taken it. Is there is there anything else that's missing from your CV or something that you'd really like to accomplish that you still haven't? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to go to an Olympic game, you know, with the Hockey Canada. That'd be, yeah. that'd be unreal. 
I think any athlete, whoever, whatever sport you do, you know, if you're able to to be on an Olympic stage, it's it's pretty special. Not a lot of people get to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's probably the the main thing. The other thing is is probably keep going. You know, keep keep building this legacy in Tampa Bay as much as we can, and uh, uh, you know, um, having a uh, you know, a winning, winning tradition here. And, yeah. and, you know, when I'm, I'm 50 now, when I'm going to be at an age where I, I feel I need to retire, I, I can't do it anymore. I physically and mentally, you know, to be able to say, you know what, like I didn't leave anything on the table. You know, I left yeah. no doubt. I went hard every day. You know, I, uh, every day I, I went in to win and try to help my goalies as much as I can. If I can do that, I'll be, I'll be really happy. There's a nice video out there. I got to tell you sometimes some, some things behind the scenes, but uh, more sympathetic towards John Cooper now that you see uh, in the handshake line, and I'm sure you did, where he told Carey Price that he aches for him. Uh, for sure. and, and Gallagher, you're such a warrior. And uh, um, he spoke to Nick Suzuki, and he told him, this is your coming out party. You are, you are really good. Um, you know, I... I've become a fan of John Cooper's. I was already, but I have to tell you, you see that, and that's that's a good man. It's a guy who gets it. He's he's an unbelievable coach. Uh, I've been working with him for ten years. Um, you know, he's uh, he's one of the best coach I've ever came across. He's got that ability to. Uh, he's a people's person. He's got that ability to get the best of people around him. You know, and he does it effortlessly. He does it with ease. Um, it's fun to be around him. Uh, you know, the atmosphere is not, is loose. It's, it, is, is not a heavy one. And it's like, a, it, and he, he, he's got that ability to push you to do the, the best job you can do, you know, and, uh, we have an unbelievable staff in Tampa. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're able to, uh, we got guys from different backgrounds, like none of us have a, a similar background, you know? And I think that's one of the strength of our of our staff, and um, and we pull for each other, you know. And um, John Cooper, what you saw in the video, that's that's how he is. He's a genuine guy, and yeah. uh, I think he's going to go down as as uh, you know as as probably the best coaches, the best coach of his generation. When you look at what he's accomplished in every league he's coached, uh, his track record in Tampa is is unmatched through the league you know like so uh i'm, I'm really proud to be on his staff and uh, and call him a friend well it's uh, what an unbelievable organization i honestly i'm blown away by the tampa bay lightning with the way you guys draft with what you do with player development the entire coaching staff the entire management team you talked about how well you're treated that obviously extends out to the ownership group the fan base is so passionate in tampa i, I know my buddies went uh, and they went to the sports bar there. I think it's called the Hattrick Bar or whatever. Hat-trick, and they walked yeah. in and they said, hey, what's the number one sport in Tampa? And the waiter said, hockey. And my friend said, you got to be kidding me. He said, no, no, it's it's hockey. And obviously, it's it's uh, it's great. I mean, good for you. I mean, you're you're in a you're in a great situation, but you know that. And listen, uh, two times Stanley Cup champions. It doesn't happen by fluke, obviously. And. They won the cup last year and they come back, you know, with that staff. It's obviously you, you got to be lucky to be good. I get that too. But, you know, a lot of people say good coaches. Well, you're right place, right time. But 
you're really good at what you do. You are part uh, of the Stanley Cup champions, and you must be you're really proud kind. of that. You're very kind, Tony. Yeah, but, but, you know, like you mentioned, uh, you know, how we Friends, if I can, sorry to cut yeah, you off. Ahead. I think go it's ahead. the first time in my life somebody that I've interviewed has told me I'm very kind. <laughs> yeah, you're very, you, you are. Like, it's, it's you know, you're very, very kind with those comments. But it starts from the top. I mean, we got an unbelievable owner in Jeff Vinnick. Um, you know, like how we, through the pandemic, how we supported all the employees, like no cuts, nothing. N you know, like, uh, I don't think he lay off an, an employee. You know, like, it, it's it's unbelievable. And, uh uh, you know, that means a lot to people because now you're talking about putting food on the table and paying the mortgage, you know, uh, and he stood by by his employee. And uh, you look at Julian Brisbois, how he's, you know, he's he's come into his own as a GM and, and the work that he's done. And, and Mathieu Dash and all our scouts are throughout our pro scouts and amateur scout. They, they do a lot of work. They give us the tools to to do our thing, you know, and uh and management gives us the support that we need to, you know, they make the trades that we need to get to that next level. And, and they yeah. did. And, you know, it's uh, it's not an easy thing. People sometimes think that it's, uh, it's picking up the phone and making a trade. It, it, it doesn't doesn't go that way. You know, you, you got you to gotta work those trades. You got to find those trades. And, and those guys have done it. Franjean, uh, enjoy your summer. I know you will. Sasa uh, la Coupe, uh, you have it in Tampa. Congratulations, and as we say in Italian, salute. Cheers to grazie, your health. Grazie, grazie, my friend. Thank All you right, so much. There you go. I hope to catch up with you in Quebec, and if not, maybe I'll see you in Tampa one day. Anytime, give me a call. I'll be Mer more than happy to meet up. Merci beaucoup. I appreciate it. All right, there you have it. Goaltending coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Franz Jean. It's now time to make a little money. It's time for Sick Picks, brought to you by MyBookie. His handle is at RunMyBets. He's my buddy, Cash. I haven't seen him in a couple of days. He's probably been spending some of that money he's been making. Cash, what do you got for me? Guys, uh, I, have a, I have a lock. I don't say this often. I got a lock for NBA guys, Game 5, Suns, Bucks. Uh, guys, Tony put me on notice. He's come to take my job. I bet against Italy in the Euro Finals. Well, I'm not going to bother talking about it. We know how it went. Whatever, guys. I'm bouncing back. I'm not trying to lose my job to Tony. Here we go, guys. Game five. I have a player prop, Mikhail Bridges. I'm going to rip off some stats for you. Games one and two at home at, at in Phoenix. He played 30 and 38 minutes. Games three and four at Milwaukee. He played 27 and 25 minutes. Obvious correlation, guys. Role players play much better at home. Everybody knows that. Here, here we go. Game one, he played at, at the Suns, guys. He played at home 14 points. Game two, 27 points. What does that do? The market raises their number. Games three, games four, he only puts up seven and four points, but he shot a combined 65% across those two games, guys. He's just not putting up shots right now. He's not getting a lot of time. He's not getting the time he was getting at home. They're back at home, guys. Role players play much better. Mikhail Bridges over 10 and a half points. Since he scored almost nothing the last two games, the markets came down a little bit. His number was at 12 and a half, 13 and a half. It's down to back down to 10 and a half. I love this number. This play is hitting, guys. Three units. Massive play, guys. I'm going to be sending this to my premium clients. Slam this bet, guys. Expect 35, 36 minutes out of them. Expect 14 to 15 points. Let's get to the window, guys. This one's going to cash. All right, Cash. I hope so. Thank you very much. You're going to slam those bets. I'm going to slam this Cherry River. Mm. It's a sick podcast. At Marinero, tell your friends this podcast is sick. 
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.